This is Big Podcast. It's Build a Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters. David Hooper with you, coming to you from the Big Podcast Studios, also known as the Red Room at Big Podcast Worldwide Headquarters in Nashville, Tennessee. Bigpodcast.com is the website. I have a newsletter at that website. You can sign up free. If you like it, you can continue to get it. If you don't like it, one click is all it takes to get off. So check it out. Take a chance. It's got some good stuff about how to grow your audience, get more people to your podcast, help you spread your message, make more money with your podcast. Bigpodcast.com has that. And here on this podcast, I do an audio version of that with extra commentary. I've got about five things that I'm going to talk about from the last newsletter. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com is to see the written newsletter. If you want the links, that is where to go. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Here's the first thing. Does shorter equal better? In this case, the answer is yes. You know, I've got a big book on podcasting, 463 pages, 93,000 words. It's called Big Podcast, Grow Your Podcast Audience, Build Listener Loyalty, and Get Everybody Talking About Your Show. And when you see it, you may find it intimidating. I certainly did when I had to voice it to do the audiobook version. I thought to myself, man, I spent four and a half years writing this thing. I've already been through it several times. Do I need to get a perfect read of it? Yeah, you do for the audiobook version. And that was intimidating to me. So believe me, I get it. Even just looking at the thing, you think, whoa, that looks like work. Well, the same is true for long podcasts. We can all name some outliers. There are some very popular exceptions to this rule. But for most people, when they see a podcast that's two or three hours long or longer, they're going to skip it. Those that do listen to these long podcasts, They've got them on in the background. They're not really listening. Maybe they've got some kind of repetitive data entry job. They don't really have to pay attention. Maybe they're driving. They're not really paying attention, not like they would with a short podcast. When you've got a short and to the point podcast, that gets attention. And all of us, regardless of the type of podcast that you do, maybe you've got a short podcast already, 15, 20 minutes. Maybe you've got a long podcast. Regardless, we've got the opportunity to go shorter. This is my challenge to you. I call it the small podcast challenge. It's going to sound crazy, but it can be done. It happens all the time, especially in broadcast radio and television. So just for fun, you don't have to publish this. I want you to go through your last 30-minute episode or interview, and I want you to try to create a complete episode that is just five minutes long. I'm talking about taking the existing tape that you have. And again, I'm recommending about 30 minutes. You could do this with 15 minutes, whatever. Challenge yourself to your own level. Here's the framework to do it. You've got an intro. You're going to take a single big idea. You're not necessarily going to use every single thing you talked about within that 30 minutes. And you've got an outro. You're going to do an intro and you can re-record this if you need to. You're going to have a single big idea from the content that you've got. You're going to do an outro. Maybe you need to re-record that outro as well. If you record a new intro and a new outro, you can easily guide in a few sound bites taken from a longer interview and make a short segment. This is what you're hearing on NPR. I talked to a friend of mine from NPR. She said, I way over tape. I said, tell me about that. What does that mean to you? <laughs> she said, I had eight hours of tape for a five minute segment. I said, oh my, how do you do it? How do you do it? Cause you got to go through it. And what she's doing She's listening as she's taping because she's there and she's making notes. And this was a political thing that she was working on. Okay. So it's probably not like a straight interview. A lot of times she's in something like a council meeting, a trial. 
She's listening for those sound bites and she can make note when they are on the tape because the tape, every recorder is going to have a time marker on there or she's going to get a transcript. She's going to write keywords and look at those keywords that she wrote and compare them to the transcript. And she's going to know where that segment is on the tape that she's got. Anyway, the point is, she says, I way over tape, had a day's worth of tape, a full day's worth of tape. And I needed to have this thing down to five minutes. How are you going to do it? You're going to record that intro. You're going to record the outro. And you're going to take that single big idea, the thing that she was trying to convey in the four minutes that she had, and you're going to start organizing. When you're bringing people in with your own intro, your own narration, you don't have to let the tape do the talking for you. And what I mean by that is if you were to do an interview with somebody, some people are long-winded. You might have somebody who says, well, hmm, that's a very interesting question. Let me think about that for a minute. Hmm. I appreciate your thoughtful questions. Hmm. It really makes you scratch your head. Do you see what I'm saying? So you could say something like, I asked blank about blank. He paused, thought for a minute, and here's what he told me get right to the point. That's going to cut down on a lot of that time. You don't have to listen to the guy go through the process of, hmm, that's an interesting question and him and haw and think about things, scratch his head, ask his wife. You don't have to do that. You can say what is happening, get that big idea and then get out of there. Doing this is going to help you become a better interviewer. The important thing about this exercise is not that you're going to finish with a perfect recording. It's that you're going to start to think about the edits that you do in a different way. It's going to completely change how you do interviews and episode outlines and get you better tape to work with, even if you never edit at this level again, or you don't edit at all. You're editing in your head. This is what the great engineers and editors that I've worked with do. I started to do it myself. If you're out in the field getting interviews, or even if you're in your podcast studio doing something via Squadcast, Zoom, Clean Feed, however you do your remote interviews, You should be editing in your head. Okay, good. That's segment one. That's segment two. That first part is a little boring. That's going out. This was a little cold. I'm going to leave that out too. We're going to get into segment three. Then I'm going to get out. Think of your episodes in segments. When you do this, not only are you going to have those better, tighter episodes, but a lot of the content that you're going to get, it's going to come in handy for quick bonus episodes, trailers, social media videos. You want some examples of those? Instagram.com slash bigpodcast1. Number one, Instagram.com slash big podcast one. Something related to this, I eat my own cooking. I'm not going to ask you to do anything that I would not do myself. I've got a brand new book coming in the next few weeks. It is much shorter than the book that I mentioned, the big podcast book, 463 pages, 93,000 words. This new one, closer to 30,000 words. So it is about one third of what the other book was. It's easier to get through. It is to the point and you are going to like it got some other book projects behind that that are just as quick, just as easy to read. I'm working on about five of them right now, and I'm going to be dripping them out over the next few months. I would love to actually feature you and your podcast in some of these books. I've got plenty of space for it, and I'm actively reaching out to independent podcasters, but I need to know that you exist, and I need to know that you are doing something cool. Here's the best way for you to keep up to date with what I'm looking for when I'm looking for it, because when I need an example, I need it right then. So I'm sending out emails to a certain group of people who let me know, hey, I want to be in this book. I will let you know how to get in touch with me about that when you sign up for the newsletter. 
newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Again, I've got some of these coming up very quickly. The next one in the next few weeks, probably within the month. So watch this space here on Build a Big Podcast. Watch the newsletter, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. And let's start a conversation so I can get you in this new series of books. I would love to do that. If you want more podcast subscribers, you need a landing page. Do you know what I'm talking about? It is a page you can send people to, and it makes it very easy for them to subscribe to your podcast. If you've listened to this podcast, what do I say at the end of it? Every single time. If you want to subscribe to Build a Big Podcast, here's how to do it. Go to bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. I've got three buttons for you, one for Android, one for iPhone, and one that's an RSS feed. That's a landing page. You go to it, and you've got one decision to make. Which one of these three options do I want to get this podcast? It is very simple. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe if you want to see that. But also, I've got a swipe file of other landing page examples. You are going to love this. Whether you've got a newsletter or you want somebody to sign up for your podcast, whatever you're looking for people to do, maybe you want them to come to a webinar. Maybe you've got some kind of live event that you want your listeners to come to. Whatever. There is a landing page that you can borrow the design of on this page. It is at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. By the way, I've got a mobile landing page just for people who are on their phones. So when I'm out speaking, I'm talking to somebody, we're talking about the podcast maybe. Hey, why don't you subscribe? Let me show you how to get to it. I've got that linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. That's going to be really important for you too. If you have people who are mostly listening to you via their phones, or you're meeting people where they don't have a laptop in front of them, but they've got a phone. And who doesn't have a phone these days? You want a mobile landing page. If you want to see that example, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. There's actually a $19 tool that I've got linked. It'll make these landing pages for you. So check it out, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. And if you don't have a mailing list, that's one of the big ways that we use landing pages. You need one. I've also got some cheap mailing list software linked. All of it, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Let's talk about ways to niche down, seven ways to niche down. And by doing that, level up your podcast. I have talked about the power of niching down for podcasters in the book that I mentioned. I talk about it here all the time. Small is the new big. This is what I'm talking about. Shorter is better. Smaller is bigger because it's something just for you. If it's just for you, you listen up. If you really love chocolate chip cookies and I come to you and say, hey, I've got some chocolate chip cookies. You don't care about the other 5,000 flavors of cookies in the store if you're a real chocolate chip cookie fan. All you need is that one. That's what we're doing with podcasting. We are delivering the exact type of cookies that our listeners like. I've got an article that I linked to. It's got more information about this, but I'm going to tell you how this guy is niching down what he does It's also something for you to think about as far as niching down what you do, including your podcast. It could be by industry. For example, if I took this podcast, which is about building a podcasting audience, I could do one if I really wanted to niche down with it. You've got a law practice. Here's how to build your law practice podcast. You're a chiropractor. Here's how to build a chiropractic podcast. You're a gym. Here's how to build your health and fitness podcast. You can niche down by industry. You can niche down by demographic. Here's how to build a podcast for single women. Here's how to build a podcast for Christian women. Here's how to build a podcast for middle-aged women. What are you doing? Something with health? 
Here's how to lose weight for middle-aged women. Here's how to lose weight for Christian women. Here's how to lose weight for single women. You talk to those people in different ways. The single woman, maybe she wants to get married. Maybe she's dating. She's younger. You're going to talk to her in a completely different way than you would talk to the Christian woman who's maybe married. She's been married 20, 30 years. She's pretty established. Maybe she's a mother. She's into health and fitness too, but for different reasons. And because she's Christian, she's got a certain belief system. And we all have a belief system. Don't fool yourself. I don't know what kind of religion you are. We've all got one, even if it's a secular religion. You can talk to her differently than you could somebody who is not Christian. We've got the religious broadcasters. They're coming to Nashville this month. When you go to religious broadcasters, you are going to see booths of podcasting people, booths of pro audio people. You're going to see people with satellite networks, all sorts of stuff. And those companies are going to be called something like this. Sunlight, S-O-N-L-I-G-H-T. Get it? Sunlight podcasting. You're a Christian guy. You say, hmm, should I go for podcasting company L or should I go for Sunlight, S-O-N-L-I-G-H-T, podcasting? The Sunlight guys get me. It's the same company. They just call them something completely different. But you feel like you're understood. You're going to go with somebody in your tribe. Same for you and your podcast. It could be by physical location. I've had podcasts that are just for Nashville. And if you're in Nashville, you see that podcast, your ears just perk up. That podcast is all of a sudden more interesting to you. I don't care about the guys in Chicago, Walla Walla, Washington, Chunky, Mississippi, just for Nashville. You can niche down by digital platform, by price, by distribution. You can niche down by problem. For example, this podcast, the podcast about podcast marketing, I can niche it down and talk about just your first 1,000 listeners, your first 100 episodes. Think about this. I've got them all linked. It's newsletter.bigpodcast.com. If you really want to go big, you can take the same basic content that you've already got and do different versions for different subsets of a group. I want to go back to that Christian example for Christian women. You can niche down on that. You've got Baptist Christian women. You've got Methodist Christian women. You've got Presbyterian Christian women. Nashville Christians, Walla Walla Washington Christians, Chunky Mississippi Christians. The further you niche down, you don't get a bigger audience, but you will get a more engaged audience. They are easier to find. They are easier to sell. They are easier to engage. So consider this newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I've got a tool in this issue. Let's talk about making your podcast stand out using this tool. This will help you take your podcast and your social media graphics to the next level. It is a great way to make profile pictures. It is a great way for you to change up guest photos so your guest really pops. Got examples, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. It's free and you're going to think it's great. Run your Twitter profile picture through this tool. You will start to see more people engage with you. It is that powerful. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. It is linked for you. Never run out of episode ideas. Here are the top six content curation tools for 2022. You will find these tools very helpful for discovering new episode topics as well as organizing the ideas that you discover. Those six tools linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. And finally, to end up in this shorter equals better, smaller equals better episode, Shopify versus Amazon. This is a great lesson for podcasters. Do you know Shopify? Anybody can put up a Shopify site. It's basically the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. If you want an online presence, you need a cart, something to take orders. 
You set up a Shopify cart, you're taking orders. This is crazy. And it shows you how little things add up when it comes to your podcast. Shopify is getting more traffic than Amazon. Not Shopify, the big Shopify, but all the little Shopify's put together. What's happening there will also happen with your podcast. And I'm talking about the little episodes that you put out, that when you put them together, they're going to add up to give you a very big podcast. When it comes to sending people somewhere to listen to your podcast, here's what I do. I send people to Google or I send people to Apple. I mentioned this when I mentioned the landing page earlier. Go to bigpodcast.com slash subscribe if you want to see this. If you've got an iPhone, go here. If you've got an Android, go here. So Google and Apple. And then the third one, the RSS feed. I've got that because you're a podcaster. You understand what that is. <laughs> Everybody else, it's one choice, one of two things. Google or Apple, depending on the phone that you've got. And I send people to Google Podcast or I send people to Apple Podcast. That's where those decisions will take you. But there are hundreds of podcast directories. There is a link with dozens of podcast directories that you can be part of. It just takes you filling out a form. Boom, you're in them. Those add up. Those little episodes add up. The little audience that you have, when they keep coming back to you, that adds up. Little transactions, that adds up. This is how Shopify has overtaken Amazon when it comes to traffic. It is how you are going to make more money. It is how you are going to have more impact with your message. And these little directories, that's part of this. You might have one, two, half a dozen, a dozen people sign up on these little directories, but that adds up over time. I'm not one of these be everywhere guys that thinks you need to be on every single social media platform that there is. My advice on that is to stick with one thing, two things, the social media tools that you like and that you're going to engage with rather than thinking you need to be everywhere. But when it comes to people finding you in a directory, when it comes to you being there and being able to be there very easily by filling out one simple form, and again, this is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com, why not? Five, 10 minutes for you to fill out this thing, that's a high return on investment, even if it's just a few dozen people but those few dozen people, they stack up very nicely and you're going to start to see more and more and more traffic. Some of these directories, they're not in the United States. They're not like Apple or Google. India, they got their own directory. If you listen to this podcast, you might've heard my interview with Shrikant Joshi. He's got a market that he broadcasts to, and this is a geographic market. This is his city, 65 million people. You think some of those guys might like your podcast? Yeah. Which directory do those guys use? It's not Apple. It's not Google, at least that's not the number one directory, but it is linked newsletter.bigpodcast.com. If you want more information from me, you know where to go, bigpodcast.com. I would love to get you in these books that I'm doing. Again, I'm going to be releasing these over the next few months and I'm working hard to get them out and I'm working hard to have a diverse, great group of podcasters that I really promote and use as examples of people who are doing it right, people who are spreading good messages, helping people, engaging their audiences and inspiring other podcasters with these small little podcasts. So don't think that you've got to have a big podcast. I want you to have a podcast that makes impact. I want you to have a podcast that is helping people. I want you to have a podcast that's making a difference and making the world a better place. If you've got something like that, I want to talk to you. Make sure you're on the list. Bigpodcast.com gets you on the list. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. That gets you all the links that I've talked about. 
I appreciate you. Thank you so much for your support of Big Podcast and this podcast, Build a Big Podcast. I'll be back with another episode soon. I will see you then.